Previously on Taverns and Caverns, we came to our small village and met with a pepperjack-loving half-orc named Zogi. A scholar fell down the stairs, and we were forced to fight against skeletons and zombies, released by a mysterious hooded figure. Against our will, we were forced to do this beating. Strange men came in to clean up the inn after erasing all evidence. Chapter 2, The Hollow Woods. Alright, so... We're going to say that everyone has been able to obtain a full night's rest, so a long rest, so everyone is fully healed. You have regained the ability to cast your spells again. It's about 8 a.m. If you remember, y'all had your own separate rooms in the tavern up on the second floor, so we'll go ahead and begin there. We'll say on the first floor is Zuggy, and he's actually sitting down having breakfast and he is actually speaking with the innkeeper if you remember his name was Marvin and we'll just go and start from there so who's the first to come down or are y'all coming down as a group or what are you guys doing it's like Eddie I want, I want to sleep up late with most of the people so that's fine I'm so up. I want to wait it's right. okay so Desiree or Damien you coming down as Desiree I'm Damien Damien today I had, to, I had to take all that off for a minute. It's a lot going on. Is it safe to go in the bathroom yet, Zuggy? As Damien comes down and looks over at Zuggy, he has a giant bowl of, looks like wheat and milk. <laughs> and in a spoon in his mouth, he looks over at Damien. Oh, 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 no. Is that you? Desiree? Yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yes, the bathroom is, uh, it's good to go. <laughs> By good, you mean I won't die, or it'll flush? Oh, you definitely won't die. Uh, it should flush, too. Uh, I had Marvin take a look at it this morning. He had one of the local uh, wizards take a look. Use some magic to help it get down the drains. <laughs> you should be a damn shame to yourself. I am. <laughs> Zuggy looks around and begins to tear up a bit. <laughs> it's just I love Mama's pepper jack cheese so much. I can't help it. I am ashamed, but it's so damn good. Just eat your food. Okay. No more stroll down the stairs. Ah, the good morrow. Hey. Ah, uh, Zuggy, is that cream of wheat? Zuggy looks over at Nomu. Oh, yeah, I guess you could call it that. Where can I get a bowl? Just ask Marvin. Marvin! Bowl! Clean the <laughs> Marvin looks over at Nomu. Sure thing. It'll be right up. Let me guess. With a bowl of milk? Or do you want it with the milk like Zuggy? He's wagging his tail. Ah, uh, you got the butter. I do have butter. He's wagging his tail harder. <laughs> Alright, I'll get you double the butter, double the milk. Uh, so he goes back into the kitchen, and as you're looking around, I won't make your only perception checks. Mm -hmm. As you're looking around, you notice the, the hole where the skeleton had busted through the floor is all repaired, as if nothing happened. Nothing was there. And you also remember there was a hole in the wall as well near the stairs. That hole is repaired. The tavern looks like it did before any of the action took place. Just want to throw that out there. Uh... As Desiree enters the bathroom, everything is working perfectly fine. 
There's still a bit of a stench, though. That's to be expected. <laughs> you mean Damien. Damien, Desiree, I'm sorry. <laughs> you need yeah, you have the name tag up, so I'm like, oh wait, never mind. <laughs> Put the name, put Damien on the other side of the name. There we go. So I'm sorry, that helps me out. <laughs> so uh, Marvin comes back with a giant bowl of milk and the wheat that he had asked with some butter. Here you go, sir. He kind of, he takes the bowl, looks around, takes a bite of it. So um, we're just going to ignore the old damages, aren't we? Marvin, are, are you talking to Zuggy or Marvin? Is anybody who's listening? So as Mar or as Marvin puts the food down and looks over at you, he looks at Zuggy, then back at uh, Nomu. Uh, excuse me. What what damages do you mean? What are you talking about? What damages do I mean? Indeed. He starts eating, ignoring the rest. Marvin looks around. Oh. All right. Let me know if there's anything else you need. And Zuggy looks over at Nomu as soon as Marvin walks away, and he's he begins to eat too. Oh. So the damages, I totally, uh, I totally saw that too. I came downstairs, everything was repaired, and I'm a carpenter. I'm gonna tell you this: this shit don't get fixed in one night. What I saw was some crazy shit. This shit would have taken me at least a day. Something ain't right. This uh, crazy shit, you say? Uh, is anyone in town that good at carpentry? In Deercrest. Hell no. Interesting. But I would suggest we not talk about it. I'm just gonna try and forget what I saw. It's better that way, trust me. No one does a brusque nod. <laughs> so now we can enter either Edyar or Isundra. I'll come downstairs. Oh, okay, if we're gonna do oh. that, before Isundra comes downstairs, as she's in bed, she can hear a... A boof, a boofing <laughs> coming across the room. Can you boof it sounds like it's coming from the table that's in her bedroom. A uh, boof, boof, boof. Asandra is woken up by this sound, and as she looks over, she notices what looks like a small dog standing on the table across from her bed. It is of a corgi, and is something she's seen before in her past. And on top of the corgi, there is a fae sitting on his steed. And as Isundra wakes, the fae looks over at Isundra. Are you awake? Yes, I'm awake. It what is I, like? Napoleon Fairpart. Yeah, I know who you are. You what did you so like? bad last night. <laughs> I am your patron. You're supposed to represent me in a good way. If it not. wasn't for my magic, you would be dead. Where is your thankfulness? Can you shut up for one second, Napoleon? No one cares. <laughs> I care. You're supposed to. You're supposed to make me look good. I killed the one guy. I only missed the one. The other one. It don't matter. You should have killed them all. I am Napoleon, and you are my follower. You do it as I say. <laughs> Can I have another spell? Maybe. I won't miss this time. No, you have to prove yourself even more. Isn't that right, Morengo? And as he looks down at the, the corgi, the corgi looks over and up at its, at its master, then back over to Sundra. Boof. Boof. <laughs> See? Marengo says you must do better. Today, you will be filled with 
very many obstacles. You shall surpass them in the name of Napoleon Feyerbart. <laughs> now be gone with you. Marengo, off we go. And you see the corgi stands and jumps off the table, and they begin to walk, shaking its corgi butt <laughs> as it walks off. And as it walks, he walks through the door that shut and vanishes. Now Isundra has fully awoken, and now she can come downstairs. Okay. <laughs> ah, oh, like I don't like the inside of my mouth, please. Okay. Like as the corgi that's <laughs> among, amongst us. Yes, we have three dogs here with us today. <laughs> Man, this place looks pretty good for what happened last night. Zuggy looks over at Isundra. Oh, yeah, we were just talking about that. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, I mean, nothing happened. Yes. <laughs> We should probably keep it that way. Right, No moon. Oh, yes, I, I guess. It's weird as please. And your friends in the bathroom, I hope uh, the smell isn't, you know, too too destructive. Did she get all of her rice? Or? Rice? What? Never what? mind. <laughs> There's I rice think, in here? I think there's something we don't talk about, like what happened last night, too. Well, some rice would have been good for my bubble guts, though. <laughs> you have some? I don't have any. You have to ask Desiree. No, I'll ask when. Bathroom door flings open. <laughs> I don't have any for free. <laughs> so, I mean, is this just a breakfast tavern now? I mean, who's in the kitchen? Can I can I place an order? What's going on? Uh, Zoggy looks. Oh, Marvin! We got another order out here. Possibly two. Marvin walks back out. Ah, yes, sir. Would you like any breakfast today? Hmm. Some wheat toast. Oh, no, very no. well. And for you, you. Uh, my lady? <laughs> oh, Marengo is back. <laughs> <laughs> um, just a coffee. I don't know. Is there coffee in there? Yeah. Yes, there's okay, coffee. Cool. Yes, I will get you coffee and some wheat toast. Would you like any butter or jam with that? Yeah, light jam, black coffee. Spike it. Spike it? Uh, uh, with what? I, I happen to be missing... I hap- I think I happen to be missing one of my scotches. D- oh, d- <laughs> Silly me, I'm trying to get clean. It's okay. It's a black coffee. Okay, very well. <laughs> Marvin goes back into the kitchen, and we'll say that's enough time for Eddie R. to come down. Eddie R. wakes up, still feeling a little of the pain from the... From the stab in his gullet, he comes down the stairs, notices the entire room has been cleaned up, remembering the words of the Skull Reaver. He remains silent. Marvin, some wheat toast and a coffee, please. Marvin sticks his head out of the kitchen. Oh, coming right up, coming right up. I have two orders before you. As uh, Eddie R. looks around, as after he's walked down the stairs, Zuggy invites him over to the table that everyone else seems to be gathered at. Uh, Marvin brings out the coffee for both Isundra and Damien and the toast. And then he looks over at Eddie R. I'll be right back with your order, sir. As he walks back into the kitchen, Zuggy's looking around. Hey. Hmm. Seems like the tavern's a little emptier. Emptier, I should say. As he looks around, he notices that the scholar that was bit, Zuggy doesn't remember or he didn't see the scholar Wayne being bit when he came down the stairs. But he noticed he's not around. 
those two scholars, uh, did you guys know them by any chance, or did you talk to them last night after, you know what? Uh, not that I know. Uh, where's the other one? The one that got bit. So he looks like he got bit. Yes, it was bit by some dead thing. A dead thing? A zombie or something? I don't know, some kind of bastard. He bit the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) So he stops eating and he looks around at everyone. Is that what you all saw? He got bit. Yeah, he got fucked up. Yeah, I didn't see exactly what happened to him, but he didn't look too good. Maybe somebody should go check on him. You're a cleric, aren't you, ADR? You should probably go upstairs and take a look. I haven't seen him down. I came down pretty early this morning. I believe I shall. He doesn't really have any cleric magic. He didn't heal anything. I saw you. ADR. Is there a lie? Or... <laughs> what a shady breakfast. <laughs> I healed the man directly when he came downstairs after he was bitten. Yeah, you wasted it on him. What a... I cannot let some man who was heavily injured go without help. Okay. No, you're a good guy. Uh, you're a damn good guy. My ass would have been out of here. <laughs> right. I'm going to return upstairs and see how he is doing. Let us know how he's doing. So, as ADR goes upstairs, I'm assuming he knocks on the door or something. Hello. Are you still in there? Do you need any more help? Pure silence. Eddie R., suspicious of the lack of any sound, ask again. If you do not reply, I will come in. Yet again, pure silence. Eddie R. forces his way into the man's room. The door actually opens fairly easily. It wasn't locked. The wooden door slams open as you force your way in. As Eddie R. steps into the room, he looks and sees what... <clears throat> happens to be a fairly clean and well-kept room, as if it had been made overnight. No one's there. However, I want you to make me a perception check. 15. 12 plus 3. Yep, so yeah, 15. So as ADR scopes around the room, he notices again, it's been cleaned up. No one is here, as if no one slept here or, or the scholar known as Wayne has actually gone and left already. But according to Zuggy, he didn't see him. Zuggy has been up fairly, uh, he got up fairly early today. But with that 15 perception check, Ediar does notice something against the uh, wooden tile or the wooden tiles on the floor near the bed. It's behind the, it's near the bed frame against the wall. However, he does notice some scuff, scuff marks as if maybe there was someone being dragged away, or who knows, it could have been anything, but he notices some scuff markings along the bed and the wall. Ediar takes a closer look at the scuff markings behind the bed. Seems rather suspicious. He returns back to the basement. Marvin. What do you mean, the first, the first floor? The first floor. Yeah. He returns back to the first floor. Marvin. Do you happen to know what happened to the other guest that was staying here? His room is completely empty, but I've noticed some scuff marks over behind the back of the bed. Marvin looks over at Ediar, and he has Ediar's food basically prepped. He goes, as he's holding it, he looks up at Ediar, and he has this wide grin on his face. 
Oh, yes. He, the scholar known as Wayne, he checked out early. Suspicious of his words. <laughs> you can he, go ahead and make me a check if you want. If you're, Go ahead and do an insight. Insight. Yes, plus your wisdom modifier. So d20 plus your wisdom. Plus so you got eleven. So Edyar can't really sense completely what Marvin might be hiding. However, Edyar does kind of sense a little bit that Marvin might be hiding something. He just can't accurately pinpoint what it is or accurately call it out. But you do seem a little odd from from his response as he grins at you with a smile. Your food is ready, sir. I take my food and head towards the same table as Zuggy. How'd he get his food before me? <laughs> what the hell are you smiling about? What, what's so funny? Did I miss something? Are y'all talking about me? Zuggy, Zuggy. Because I wanted to look different today? Is that what it is? Zuggy looks up. No, no the toast is right there. Zuggy's hand was covering. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a, my hands are big. That's why I didn't see it. I'm watching you. I don't like you. Your coffee's right there, too. So, uh, I have, like, I'm willing to spend two gold coins for some of that rice. Oh, for fuck's sake. You know what? You got a deal. How much rice do you got? How much rice you need? <laughs> I'll give you two gold for two pounds of rice. Now, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. That's cutting a little bit too deep. How um, important is this rice to you? That is some expensive rice. <laughs> it's for aesthetic purposes. Just, I'll give you one pound. Then one gold. All right. You got yourself a deal. Perfect. He's going to give you a one gold coin. All right, let me finish my toast. Perfect. I can use this rice for the bubble guts. Help calm it down a bit when I feel the stomach churning, you know? Because I'm not going to give up on that pepper jack cheese. I got more at home. You're a carpenter, right? Yeah. Build yourself an outhouse. Still smells gross in there. I actually have two outhouses. (laughs) I made them both. Because, you know, sometimes after you use one and it's really bad, you don't want to clean it up right away. So then you go to the second one. You know, I'm not going to get into it. But yeah, I have two. I don't have a wife or kids either, you know. It's it's just me. But it's that bad sometimes, you know. That's not really that surprising that you don't have a wife. Wow. <laughs> well, you got to hit it where it hurts. <laughs> it's kind of been her thing today. <laughs> you know, mom almost always told me I was a handsome boy. Yeah, Especially for a half-work. <laughs> no one pushes the bowl away. He's done eating. <laughs> Looks over at Eddie R. Well, you don't agree with me, Eddie R. Eddie R. Holding back his words. <laughs> sure. Mothers will always love their children's faces. Damn straight. And pepper jack cheese. <laughs> Eddie R. You think Marvin was being weird? Yes, but I can't put my mind on it. I'm not entirely sure what's happened. He knows something, but I just can't figure it out. I know. I come here all the time and crack funny-ass jokes. He never smiles that hard. <laughs> you got something to say? 
apparently, according to uh, Marvin, apparently nothing happened last night. Don't be naive. No zombies, no skeleton. No hooded bastard in a fucking robe. They told us not to talk about it. We're not talking about what happened last night. We're talking about his face. We can talk about his face. And who are these slaves do it again? You guys remember? I'll tell you if you don't remember. Skull Reaver. Oh, that guy's an uh, Eddie R. Which is, oh. His name was the Skull Reaver. Oh. He called himself Skull Reaver. Yeah, he called himself the Skull Reaver. Ah, uh, Skull what? Skull Reaver. Mm. So, should we just go get this item and so I can be on about my way? We should probably make haste. He sounded uh, like he wanted this job done urgently. I kind of want to go back to hunting monsters. It was a simpler life. So, did you finish your bowl? Oh, yeah. Okay. As you guys are conversing, Zuggy's listening in on it. Uh, obviously, you guys don't care if he hears. <laughs> he's already agreed he's not going to talk about it. He wants to forget what happened. Mm-hmm. He wants nothing to do with it. However, as you are conversing, there is a bit of... Milk still in Nomu's bowl, but not enough for him to care about. Just mm-hmm. little drops. Isundra notices a dog jump up into the table and begins to lick into the bowl. No one else sees this other than Isundra. As she looks over, it is Marengo, Napoleon Fairpart's steed, licking up the bowl of milk. And it is vile. As it's licking up the bowl, its eyes look demonic. And then it finishes, and it looks around, and it sticks its tongue out and begins to pant. (laughs) And then it vanishes. And Isundra hears in the distance, Morengo! Get back here! (laughs) As that's going on, is Isundra looking kind of weirded out? Or, I mean, what? I'm sorry about your milk. What about my milk? He's kind of a bad dog. What? (laughs) You see a dog? <laughs> I've seen nothing. Your what bowl are you, what does, are you on about? Your bowl does look slightly emptier than it was before. He's just really hungry. It's not his fault. He pushes himself away from the table <laughs> and stands up to stretch. Zoggy looks. Your friend is uh. She tripping. Are we friends? <laughs> I don't see a dog. Anyways, she's kind of weird. Anyways. So, so where are y'all headed to? I could probably point you in the right direction if you guys are going somewhere. It seems like you guys are going somewhere in a rush. Good old Zuggy knows the area pretty well. Yeah, we got to find this hat or whatever. Oh, so you're a bunch of adventurers, it seems. We get quite a bit of those coming around these parks every now and then. So where are you guys headed to? Some forest for a costume jewelry prop. Against our will. A forest? Which forest? I don't remember. I was thinking one of them was sober enough to remember what was said. Hollow! Oh, Zuggy's face gets stern. The Hollow Woods? Yeah, that's right. That's a very dangerous place. You sure you want to go there? I don't think we'd have much of a choice. They say monsters and beasts roam those parts. Uh, but if that's where you're going, I guess adventurers go there every now and then. I hear some adventurers and travelers take up odd jobs, and they go hunting for monsters and such every now and then in those woods. Um, 
But if that's where you're going, I'd say make sure that you're well prepared. It's to the west of here. Hard to miss. It's south of New Tempest. But just walk west from here. There's no pathway leading to it. However, or at least not from Deercrest. However, the main roads leading up to New Tempest, they kind of curve around. And a path from there leads to the woods. But the fastest way to get there is just go directly west from here. Off path. I will warn you, though. You might run into who knows what in those woods. You might even run into some gangs or some thugs. Some thieves. I don't know. If you're going as a group, watch each other's backs. That's all I gotta tell you. Good old Zuggy. I'm gonna stay here. Find me some work to do. Eat some more pepper jack cheese. Zuggy stands up after he finishes his food. Oh, and uh, it was nice to meet you all. I hope we meet each other again someday. If you ever need a carpenter, let me know. Name's Zuggy. Can't forget me. Pepper jack cheese, baby. <laughs> oh, wait. He reaches into his pouch. He still has a little bit of pepper jack cheese left. A roll of it. My parting gift to you all. Here, Mama's pepper jack cheese. Mama Zuggy. Don't forget. He looks around. Hey, Marvin. Marvin comes out. I'm out of here. Marvin smiles. That will be five gold coins, sir. For the both dinner, breakfast, and your room. Zuggy gives him five gold coins. Mm. Thanks for the rice. I'm going to be able to use this. He turns around, and he walks off. Exit Zuggy. Marvin. I never fucking got the rice. Is he always like this? I should have took the two gold. I'm getting sloppy. Well, I think we're as good of a team as we're going to be. As long as we don't fight skeletons, I think we've got a shot. That's I guess obvious. so. I like he wasn't such a bad guy after all. He probably didn't need to lay off the cheese there. I think so. The cheese is pretty good, though. I haven't, I haven't tasted it yet. Marvin's gonna come around. That'll be five gold coins from each of you. I am assuming you are all finished and well on your way. He opens his palm out to collect his gold. Eddie R. reluctantly pulls out his five gold coins and hands it to him. Ah, yeah, thank you. Nomu? Nomu drops five coins in his hands without looking. And walks away. Marvin's smiling and giggling. Ah, yes, money. <laughs> you know, do we really have to? My we money. kind of saved our ass last night. Right, man. I didn't even get a full night's sleep. I'll pay for the toast, but you you have to pay full price. Come on, I come here all the time. I've never had a night that horrible here. <laughs> we saved that guy about? for you. He could have died in your. Who are you talking about? Here. You healed him, right? He's fine. I don't know what or who you're talking about. Last night was perfectly fine. Nothing happened. Here, Marvin. Thank you. Five gold coins. And last but not least, my good old elf friend here. We have friends? <laughs> not until you pay. <laughs> I don't think that's friends. <laughs> then pay. Fine. Now we're friends. Those are five gold coins, you whore. Damn. Excuse me? What did you call me? Nothing. <laughs> Shh. You need to come back here at some point. Oh shit. I'm sorry. No, you're not. 
No, Alicia's not sorry, but Isindra is sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he looks at you. Next time, it'll be double from you. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be off with you. Enjoy your adventures, travelers. Thank I hope you. you enjoyed your stay. He walks off, and he walks into his back room, shuts the door with your gold. So at this point, you guys can now exit the tavern and be on your way. If you want to look around town, or the village, I should say, now's the time to do it. But if not, then you are heading west towards Hollow Woods. It is now about 9 a.m. You guys spent about an hour after waking up, conversing, and eating. Hmm. I really need potions, so don't skip that part. <laughs> <laughs> after last time, I really need potions, so... All right, well, you're in a village, so... I'll, I okay. mean, as we said last time, though, the village doesn't have main shops or anything, so you're going to have to ask around. What? The only shops you guys saw when you first entered the village in Deercrest were some... Common grocery stores, like a food mm-hmm. and drinks kind of shops. They didn't have any, like, weaponry, no blacksmith. However, a few villagers might have some potions laying around that they're willing to sell. So go ahead and, uh, you know, ask around town. Eddie, you browsing through the village. Again, um, as he browses, you notice Deercrest is tiny, probably about 20 buildings at most. Most of them are small huts. It's a very simple village. The biggest building in this village is the tavern that you guys just came from. Yeah. Obviously, that tavern is a, the major focal point of this village because many travelers pass by here. Um, however, uh, I go, so go ahead. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> while walking through the village, uh, he goes around and notices a few people standing near one of their huts. Excuse me. Would you happen to know where I could buy... Uh, some potions, or if anyone has any for sale. The villager, he's an, he's an older gentleman. Looks up at your human. He's white hair, white beard. He's got a, he's got a cane helping himself. Ah, yes. Uh, you're looking for what again, Sonny? Uh, any sort of traveling supplies, honestly. Supplies for people who are looking to... Uh, maybe some potions, things, uh, healing items, just anything. Ah, yes, yes. Uh, well, you're in the wrong damn town to be looking for that kind of thing. Uh, however, good old Willie might have something for you. He's uh, he's the last hut to the west of town. Ask good old Willie. He's always at home. Eddie walks back to his party. Uh, one of the villagers told me, uh, good old Willie on the west of town. Really? What the hell is Willie? And why is he good? We'll have to find that out on ourselves. But he should have some supplies for us if we head that way. I'm following his lead. All right. So you guys head to the west side of the village, which literally takes you guys probably a minute, two minutes. This place is podunk? It's very podunk. (laughs) You come across good old Willie's hut. He's the very last hut before you exit Deercrest. As you look over his hut, it looks like it's made of very simple supplies. The roof to his hut is of hay and some branches. <laughs> <Some> bran- <laughs> branches. This place is rough. <laughs> they live in rough around here. The door is shut. It's a wooden door. And he has two windows, but he has blinds covering them, so you can't look in. I'm assuming you go to knock or something. All you gotta do is huff and puff, puff, blow this bitch <laughs> down and nerve him. Nomu starts knocking on the door. Lightly, he's huge. Lightly. 
Now I'm hearing voice. What's what what? What is it? Alright, we're looking for a good old Willy. Good old Willy? <laughs> you hear quick stomping. <laughs> Slams the, op- the door open. I'm good old Willy. What can I do for you, sir? We are looking for supplies. Ah, he rubs his chin. You're looking at another human. He's about middle-aged, brown hair, very shaggy looking. Giant beard, as if he hasn't cut his hair in years. Ah, yes. Supplies, you say? What kind of supplies are you looking for? Good old Willie might have. Keeps rubbing his beard. He's He's dressed in very tattered clothing. He looks fairly crazy. You look elegant today. Good old Willie. We're looking for medical supplies. You have any? Medical supplies? Like what? Potions? Uh, kits? First aid kits? What? What are bandages? What? Anything you have in your inventory. How many of you are there? He looks over your shoulders. Oh, you have a whole party here. But four of you? How many potions? I only have a few. Eddie are. How many do you need? All of them. Hold <laughs> <laughs> the hell on. <laughs> Let's see how many he has and let's split them. We gotta be fair about this. Will looks around. All of my potions? I don't have very many, but I'll tell you how many I have. He runs back into his hut, comes back out with a giant sack of items. He starts digging in. He pulls out three potions. Three bottled potions. They're potions of healing. These are potions of healing. I got these quite a bit, so they may not taste good. They're pretty old, but they'll still do the trick. So I'll tell you what, cause uh, good old Willie is always good, and it seems like you need these really, really badly. I'll sell it to you for a decent price. Mm. What about eighty gold per potion? What? <laughs> hey, you guys, we can't afford that kind of. <laughs> How about? Let Damien talk to. Thirty a potion. Could you say no to this face? <laughs> you really should have been designated today. Go on and make me a charisma roll. <laughs> Add your charisma modifier. Goop. This is really good. What'd you get? Nineteen and three. Oh, okay. Oh. Alright, so what's With my five o'clock shadow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good old Willie looks over at Damien. How much did you say? 30 a potion. Mm, that's a little cheap. But what are you going to you know, spend the gold on in this town? But, you know, look, listen, look, look. I like you. I like you. Good old Willie is good to the people. So, instead of 80 gold, I'll meet you midway. How about that? 50 gold pop. Come on, I have to make money some way. Eddie R steps up. These things aren't easy to make, easy to come by. You go to a town like New Tempest, they charge like a hundred per bottle. Listen, Fred, how about we actually meet midway? 40 gold. Uh, my math is bad. <laughs> no, no, it's good. Mm, 40 gold. Fine, 40 gold a pop. I only have three, though. That's all you're getting. Well, since you three cannot heal yourselves, how about you three take them? I started these negotiations. I should get them all, but I will have two. <laughs> I'm the weakest one. <laughs> I almost died last time. <laughs> like, for real, you guys. <laughs> okay, one for you. Okay. 
Right. So who's getting no the closest? No one has nothing to say. This one. Okay. Then that will be 40 gold each. Damn. So 120. Cough it up. Here's 80 for me. Damn, he has a calloused hand palm up. <laughs> 80. Isundra. I gave him. Oh. All right. Okay. He takes the gold. He, he pockets it. He's like, oh, good old Willie making bank today. Is there anything else you all would need? I have some torches, some rope. Uh, I'll take the rope. How much for the rope? Rope? I'll give. I'll give you a discount on this one since you didn't get the potion. How about I give you the rope? It is about fifty feet for one gold coin. Alright, that's fine. That's fine. He flips him the gold coin. Willie catches it with his teeth. He chews on the coin. Oh, this is real. Puts it in his pocket. Nomu pretends he didn't see that. <laughs> and winds, winds up the rope. What about torches? Anything else you all need? You look like a traveling bunch of adventurers. I think we have I'll take some torches. Like I'm a cat. Torches? <laughs> all right. I see in the dark. How many would you like? Yeah, How many do you have? I have five. What's your price? I'll give you three for one gold. I'll take them. I'll take six. I have five. I have five. I'll take... Except three for one gold. Yes. If you want all five, two gold. I'll take three. <laughs> Very well, you have a deal. The torches are, I mean, they're just basic torches. They also come with the supplies needed to light them. Do we have half of that them. stuff, though? Like from, we always start with like a yeah, you do, pack but of crap. That you do, but now. take some more. It doesn't hurt to have more. Y'all wild. <laughs> I ain't got no gold, so. <laughs> Willie looks around. Well... Is there anything else? Good old Willie can sell you. You sell liquor? I don't have liquor, unfortunately. Get my ass. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to roll in uh, for uh, perception. I need to see if he has anything shiny. I'm a cat. <laughs> roll, roll perception on him. Do I see anything shiny? So roll that perception check, buddy. What'd you get? Seven. <laughs> you don't see anything that stands out. His clothing is very tattered. He rolled really low. So, his, his chariz, his, his simple, charismatic, good old Willie self basically distracts Nomu from really seeing much on his tattered clothing. You don't really see anything with a roll of seven. Gotcha. The, the most shiny thing that you probably noticed on him was the gold coins he just pocketed. Mm. Good shame. old Willie is not, not very rich, as you, obviously, as you can see. <laughs> So, is there anything else I can get you? Where are y'all headed to? The Hollow Woods. Good old Willis over. The Hollow Woods? Y'all damn crazy. No one goes into there. You might die. I hear there's monsters and beasts all around those woods. And we're going camping, that's all. That's what the rope is for. Camping? In the Hollow Woods? Aye. Y'all motherfuckers are crazy. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> he slams his door shut and runs back in. All right. Good old Willie was an okay guy. What do you think? I think good is an overstatement. <laughs> we got to stop here on the way back. There's a lot of overstatements in this place. Blow the roof off this bitch. <laughs> I know we had more. So, uh, as you guys leave good old Willie's hut, again, his, his hut was the last in town. It was on the most western side of, or of the village, yep. and that's exactly the direction you guys wanted to keep going anyway. So 
you guys have the opportunity to keep talking in the village with other people, or do you guys want to just head on west? No one wants out of this place. It's podunk. Poor. <laughs> Poor. <laughs> Broke, even. I don't think there's much information of value in this village. We should continue on our journey. Yeah, I don't think they know shit. All right. So the group then begins their travel westward out of Deer Crest. It is now about 9.45 a.m. Mm-hmm. As you guys are traveling, you do remember during conversations with Zuggy that Hollywood is about half a day's worth on foot of travel. So a couple, a couple of hours go by, and as you guys are reaching about noon, you can now see hollow woods in the distance. You're fairly close. It's about noon, but you, what you also see, you also see off in front of you a wagon, a covered wagon being dragged by two donkeys. Sitting on top of the wagon, uh, basically controlling the donkeys, you see... Looks like a gnome. He's fairly far in the distance, so you can't really tell. You're standing in a large open field, so anyone can see you coming. There's not very many trees other than the forest that's ahead of you. The wagon stops and comes to a halt, and it just sits there. And behind the wagon and the two donkeys, there is also what you guys look like. It looks like it's a large boar behind the wagon. On top of a large boar is a very stocky man sitting there on top of it that's about all you can see so what do you guys do i roll i'm rolling a perception i roll 19 i just want to see from the breed uh how well bred the donkeys are to whatever i see (laughs) (laughs) so no you get a little closer Mm -hmm. you're still quite a quite a bit away um you notice the two donkeys they look fairly healthy one is basically brown one is gray Mm mm-hmm you can look even closer and you notice that the gnome that's controlling the donkeys, he's sitting there and he has a book that's open and he's looking through the book. And He's texting the... and driving? <laughs> looking through the book. No, the wagon has come to a halt. Oh, okay. Behind him on the large boar, that man is just still sitting there just looking around. And he, you notice the guy on the boar looks towards the party. What do you all do? The, the wagon looks fairly well made, maintained. It's not tattered. It has nice made wheels on it. No Ooh. rims or anything like that, but, you know. <laughs> he got the gold rims? <laughs> Garbage. No one wants to walk up to him and introduce himself. Make friends. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of walking. I'm a friendly Let's cat. see if this guy will give us a ride. So as you guys come close to the wagon, you notice it's not a... It's not a human on the large boar. It's a dwarf. So a dwarf and a gnome. The dwarf on the large boar, he looks over and notices you guys walking towards the wagon. And he rides out a few feet. Halt! I am Dalgrim. What do you want? Ah, the well met. I am no more the monstrous. Uh, how are you today? Dalgrom looks down at Nomu. He's on this... Lo- he, the, 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 the boar is a large creature. It's it's huge. It's massive. With a dwarf on it, he's much taller than Nomu. That's tall. That's a big boy. He... <laughs> Dalgrom reaches behind his back, and he pulls out a large warhammer. Two-handed. He looks down at Nomu. You're not thieves, are you? I would suggest you back away now. If that's what you're thinking. 
or your skulls will be smashed in with my warhammer, or your ribcage is crushed by my boar's horns. Normal waves his hand. He's like, hold on, hold on now, hold on. We're not outlaws. We're just trying to make friends here. Yeah, we just saw the week. We see you have well-bred asses <laughs> and a nice-looking boar. We're just trying to make friends. Dogrum looks, and he kind of scuffles. And as as Nomu responds, the gnome looks up from his book. Ah, you noticed the nice asses. <laughs> I always noticed the nice asses. <laughs> the gnome jumps down from the wagon. He scurries over. He's only about, you know, three, three two or no, I was like three eight. Fucking ankle high, man. The gnome runs over. He's about three eight. He has his book and he shuts it. The gnome looks crazy. Oh. Worse than <laughs> good old Willie. Everybody's crazy. <laughs> What's wrong with this place? <laughs> <laughs> the gnome, the gnome's hair, his hair is all, it's it's a dark brown. It's all over the place. It's very wild looking. Think of Albert Einstein's hairdo. However, his Time beard, his beard is well kept. It's so fine. He's got a little, what looks like a little like locket or of some sort, holding his braided beard together. It's gold. I, uh... Nomu. Look at his beard. Nomu sees the, the little gnome's beard. <laughs> the golden-like locket-looking object keeping his hair together. And the gnome looks up. Ah! It's all good, Dalgrim. These guys know nice asses when they see it. My name is Sibo. I'm the gnome around these parts. I'm a merchant. What are you guys doing around here? What can I do for you? My name is Sibo. This is my bodyguard, Dalgrim. And those nice, fine asses you saw, the gray one, that's Rambo. The brown one, that's Woody. You might not want to ask why his name is Woody. Or you can. He's always got wood. Can I ride on Woody? You might not want to ride on Woody, young girl. He's a wild boy. I should have named Woody Rambo. Damn. Eddie steps up. <clears throat> Hello. You said you were a merchant. We were we were traveling towards the Hollow Woods. Oh uh, yes, yes, yes. The Hollow Woods. Just right there. Uh, would you happen to be have any supplies yourself? Uh, oh, the, the gnome looks at him, claps his hands together, and begins to rub his hands amongst one another. Dude. I am a merchant after all, friend. What kind of supplies do you need? He smiles at you, and he notices. You notice in the gnome's teeth, he has two gold crowns. The gnome notices it's shiny. <laughs> Should we be buying from this man? It sounds like he might take us for a pretty penny. Hold on, hold on. How much do you sell potions for? I want to know if Good Willie is a piece of shit or not. Well, good old Steve-O. I'm a fine merchant. I have to upcharge a little bit only because we are out in the middle of nowhere. It's inconvenient. You won't find supplies around here. I will charge. Just a simple potion, huh? Let's see. Good old... Who? Good old Willie. Who's that? Don't worry about it. Well, good old Sibo here. I'll give you one potion of healing for, let's say, 75 gold coins. That's a good price. Out here in the middle of nowhere, 
that might save your life. It's worth it. You're going to have to talk to someone else because I don't have any fucking gold. Okay, so Sibo <laughs> knows now that the elf is broke as shit. <laughs> Go off my list. What about you three? Cassandra's just going to go pet Woody. Would you be open for a trade of some sort? I do like trading. What kind of trade? What do you have? Rice and pepper jack cheese. Sibo <laughs> looks at Damien, then looks da- up at Dalgrim, who's still on the large boar. Sibo looks concerned. This guy just tried to trade me. A potion for for rice and pepper jack cheese? Whoa, 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 not any cheese. This is Zuggies. This is Mama Zuggies. Pepper jack cheese. Sibo <laughs> scratched his head. Mama Zuggie. Dalgram, have I'm you heard a, of this? I'm going to need you to roll yeah, it. Yeah, roll some shit. Yeah, you can roll me. And a... when you drop a dump, <laughs> you can make a wish. It floats and everything, I swear. <laughs> We're from a town where shit like this happens all the time. Like a deception check. Yeah, we fucked up. See ya. Roll fire. 16. 16. Alright. Sibu <laughs> goes, huh? His eyes light up. What? Nate, wishes. Dalgrim, have you ever heard of this Mama Zuggie's cheese? <laughs> Dalgrim looks down at Sibu. <clears throat> Sir, I've never heard of Mama Zuggie's cheese. Because you're a nobody. Listen, <laughs> don't listen to him. He's crazy. Don't you want your donkeys to have the fattest asses in the land? Sibu looks around. Damn. Rambo and Woody could use more ass. <laughs> They'd give him more strength to pull in my supplies. <laughs> Let me see this pepper jack or whatever kind of cheese you got. Let me see this Mama Zuggie's cheese. I'll be the judge of it. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Wait. He rips it from Damien's hands, pulls out a little magnifying glass. He starts to look into it. Mmm. Dalgram. This is some mighty fine cheese. Is it, sir? Yeah. I'm looking to do it. He takes a lick out of it. Damn. Tastes pretty good. I'm sure, sir. Tell you what. This is some fine handcrafted cheese. You don't come across cheese very often around these parts, or at least where I travel. Tell you what. Add this cheese on, and I will sell you the potions. Hmm. 50 gold. That's that's a lot less than the 75. I think a potion. He tosses him 50 gold. Get a ride out of him, too. Uh, and he passes 50 gold as well. Ah. Y'all wild. The 50 gold wasn't for you. I'm it was just, for him. I'm just trying to make... make for you, it cost more. Oh. He was trying 75. To what do you have to trade, boy? Why'd you take notes? No one looks at Ediar. What? Anything to trade? If not, uh, 75 gold. I passed you 50 gold. Where's my pa- Oh, you gave it. The gnome takes the 50 gold from Nomu. So this is for him. With the cheese. Aye. All right. You fucking me, cat. I thought he gave you 50 gold. Yeah, I want the potion. Gives you one potion of healing. Remember, the potion of healing, it is 2d4. I think 2d4 plus 2. I'm pretty sure. All right. The gnome, Sibo, looks back at Idiot. So, what do you have? Anything to trade? Anything to trade? Sibo needs to chill. Idiot decides to keep his gold. Here, cat. I? Potion. 
Anything else for you? Good old Sibo has it all. Any other supplies that you have? What are you looking for? Depends on the supplies. <laughs> Rubs his chin. Any bandages of the sort? I have Small bandages. Supplies. Yes, I have bandages. Uh, I'll, sell, I'll sell you a roll of bandages. Three rolls for one gold. Three roll of bandages for one gold. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll take that offer. Good. Here you go. Anything else? Hmm? <laughs> I think that should be it for me. Unless, uh... So what are you all doing in the Hollywoods? Oh, you know, forced out here against our will. Just another day in paradise. Oh. We can't really talk about it. Ain't talking about shit. We're going camping. Ain't talking about shit. Maybe I'll do a little bit of hunting. Hunting? What? Hunting? I hunt... I would hunt okay. your monster for gold. You'll hunt my monster for gold? He's not much of a house cut. Sibo mm. looks around. Nah, very well. Mm. <clears throat> if that's all the trading you got, then off we be. It was nice meeting you. Wait. Would you be able to give us a ride? Sindra's already sitting on Woody. Sibo <laughs> looks over at Woody and Sindra. What are you doing? You're not supposed to really sit on Woody. <laughs> Look, his wood's even bigger. Get off the Woody. He's acting really weird. <laughs> of course he is. It doesn't take much for Woody to get wood. That's why his name is Woody. It's Sundra single. Leave her alone. <laughs> I've Dalgram, never really... <laughs> Dalgram looks over at Damien, then back at Sibo. Oh That's a lonely elf, sir. You're telling me. You want to ride? To the hollow woods? That'll cost you. Oh my god. Look, I'm going out of my way. No, you can't It's hear right me. there. Already... If it's right there, then your asses can walk. No, we gotta go through <laughs> it, right? So... I'm not taking you through the hollow woods. I'll take you to the entrance, and that's it. Oh, we were just walking. It's not worth the money to me. How much Look, for Woody, though? I'm not selling you Woody or Rambo. <laughs> They're both precious to me. I think he really likes me. He likes everybody. <laughs> it's not just you, ma'am. You ain't that special. Dalton looks over. I think Damn I straight. Like this one, so. She's too skinny, boss. I prefer my women thick. She has a Damn. Ass. Thick. <laughs> All right, off Woody. Off Woody. If you want to ride, it's going to cost you five gold coins. There's no point to ride yet. Five apiece or five total? Total. I'll give you the deal. Five gold coins for a quick ride on Sibo's wagon. How far away is that? Eh? Let's see. Hmm. It's probably at least two more hours. Oh, shit, yeah. On foot. <laughs> I think we should pay. <laughs> I'm down. Let's go. So who's paying two gold? It's five gold. Exactly. Which one of but us you is said, giving you two? It's five for all of us. <laughs> no. Yes. Five, five total yeah, for all of us I mean. to ride. Yeah. yeah, so... Uh, if we all gave one gold, it's, we still it's need four. One. It's fine. So who's paying two gold? I'll give you two. If I can ride on Woody. Very well. I can't... Uh, I must give you a disclaimer, though. If Woody knocks you off, <laughs> I can't do anything about it. Woody it's not my fault. Woody would never knock me off. Well, you'd be surprised. He loves me. Oh, he loves everybody. <laughs> you will see. All right, then. Get on. Hop on. Come on. Come, come. Come. So you're all able to get into the wagon? Yep. 
Dalgrim looks over at everyone as they're entering the wagon. I'll be keeping an eye on you. Do not attempt to steal from us, or you'll be meeting my warhammer. So as you guys are on the whirlwind, Sibo quickly takes you towards the hollow woods. You guys reach the entrance. It's about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Sibo drops you off. All right, off with you. Off, off, off. I have places to be. Be careful now. And if you need help, I'm not going to be here. Damn. Damn. So good luck. Take care. Bye, Woody. Woody tries to lick you sooner as she gets off. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> as like Alexia. <laughs> Get a room. <laughs> uh, so once you're all off, Sibo takes his donkeys, turns the wagon around, begins to walk off with Dalgrim following. You are now left at the entrance of the Hollow Wood. As you guys look into the Hollow Woods, it is a very thick forest the the trees as you enter get thicker Mm. so the deeper into the woods you guys go the darker it becomes even if it is mid-afternoon so you guys are now entering the forest as you enter you know here and there you hear the sounds of the wild you will hear birds chirping and whatnot and you occasionally come across squirrels and whatnot running about but you do remember that the Skull Reaver mentioned that it was in the center of the forest. Mm-hmm. So as you guys are traversing through the hollow woods, is there anything you guys want to say or do before I move you guys along? I'm checking for tracks. I'd like to use my bullseye lantern to help me see better. Okay. So you want to check for tracks? Go ahead and make me a survival check. 18. All right. You guys enter the forest. Nomu looks around for tracks or anything of movements of anything he could find. You do come across some some footprints in the in the dirt. Very light though, as if they've almost been swept away. Mm-hmm. Very old. At least you would assume they're very old tracks. However, there are footprints leading down a path and in, further into the hollow woods. But that's about it. The footprints, they look like it's about three people, average, medium size. Mm-hmm. Your assumption, based off what you see. Are you following them? Or what, what do you re- relay that to the group? I found some tracks. Uh, it seems a little old, leads further into the uh, woods. Should we follow? Or continue on course? Might as well, we don't have any other leads. I agree. With Damien. Did he tell us anything else about it? Like, did he? I can't remember. He just told us it's in the woods. He didn't tell he us. Says, like, he says uh, a... the Skull Reaver mentioned it being central of the woods. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So other than that, he you also know that there are old catacombs located in these woods, and that's where he wants you to go. The deepest part of the catacombs is where you'll find whatever this artifact is that he's looking for. Circlet crown, or you don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. Can Oh, well, you're a cat. You're pretty quiet. But if you want me to leave the way, I could. Stealth is kind of my thing. So either way, though, I think we should follow the tracks. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
So you can be stealthy or not. It's up to you. Um, I'm down the out in the open. I'm a little. I'm gonna sneak a little bit. Cause I can't be stealthy. <laughs> oh yeah. Also relay the message that uh, it seems like someone was trying to sweep away these tracks. Mm. It seems. I have Mask of the Wild. So it says you can attempt to hide even when you're only slightly obscured by like mm. foliage and stuff. Mm-hmm. But is that when you're moving or is that only when you're steel? So it could be either or. Yeah. yeah. I sneaky. mean, yeah. attempting to hide near me is useless. I'm wearing chain mail. Well, we'll just hide around you. And you can, <laughs> you're you can like still that. Make, you can still make a stealth check. It's just you're going you're gonna to not be as good as... I have disadvantage for it, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I roll pretty low on my stealth. I roll 11. Okay, I'll do mine. Well, might as well roll. So roll twice and take the lower number for the stealth. disadvantage. 20. 16. That's a good roll. Five. So you take five. <laughs> so five I got plus two. On my so seven for my stealth. Seven, eleven. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. I got nine. Nine. Okay. <laughs> so you're going ahead. So, so Damien takes takes the lead. Follows the tracks. Damien is walking through the woods as if he was some sort of ninja. He's slowly pacing himself. Not a branch or leaf stepped on. Very silent. Behind her is Nomu the cat. And I have my just dog. as silent. I have my bullseye lantern, dimly lit. Okay. It burns up to six hours for 60 feet. Okay. All right. Uh, Nomu's right behind Damien. Mm-hmm. He's fairly silent as well. He's moving. Makes sense, being cat-like and all. Behind Damien is a Sundra who is walking around, but she stumbles but and steps on, few, steps on a few branches along the way. <laughs> behind a Sundra is Ediar in his chain shirt, shield, mace, walking. His armor's... Clanging, crunching leaves, crunching leaves, not even paying attention to where he steps. Steps on like three branches that break. It's kind of hard to be quiet when you're wearing chainmail. Crunching and cracking. So, as you guys are moving into the, or deeper into the hollow woods, you follow the tracks. The tracks keep going. Mm -hmm. The deeper you get, again, the more darker it becomes due to the canopy, and the thickness of the trees. Eventually, it gets to the point where it's so dark, you wouldn't be able to see without light. So it's a good thing that Damien has her, what was it, a torch? Bullseye lantern. Bullseye lantern now. 60 feet? Yeah. 60 feet. I can see 60 feet. I'm a cat. You're in the back. You're in the back. ADR is in the very back. I have dark vision. Okay. Yeah, me too. So as you are traveling... You get the sense you've been walking on foot now following these tracks for a good couple hours at this point. Nothing has come across you guys. However, the sounds of the woods I'll do my roll that too. Where's the listen? Has become fairly fairly quiet. It's not as loud as it was on the outer portions of the forest. You guys are definitely deeper in now. You guys reach a point. Where the footprints end. And it leads to a fork. That goes left and right. Oh no. These paths of this that go along this fork are very, very unused. So you'd have to crawl over branches and trees and whatnot to go through the pathway. However, you can tell that both paths have been taken before. It's just been a long time since. So the growth of the forest has began to take over. Well, it's it's right, dirt paths. They're not like actually man-made paths, really. Um, what do you do? You guys want to split up? Okay. Super now. 
That doesn't sound like a good idea here. I want to check the for a path that's least used. I was gonna say I have. We can roll like a nature or something, or you can roll nature. What would you roll? Survival, maybe. If you want to roll eighteen for survival. Mm-hmm. All right. No one looks around the pathways. He can't see any of the tracks that once were. Mm-hmm. However, he looks at the branches and whatnot of the two paths, and he notices the right path seems to he would assume been traversed more only because he notices a few snapped branches along that way where the left path doesn't have any snapped branches the snapped branches look like as if an animal or someone possibly stepped on them forced their way through of some way i'd rather take the left path so you want to go the path where it doesn't seem like anyone has taken Mm -hmm. or the path that it seems people have taken you want to go left yep why I thought we were following something. We're looking for something. Not a lot of people are going to know about it. So they wouldn't Otherwise, take that someone path. Else would Unless someone Sorry. took it there to hide it. Wouldn't only uh, a short amount of people know about it, though? If we get lost, it's all you can. It's, it is up to you. Which path should we take? The left side seems the least taken. The right? He kind of nods. Let's take a vote. I would assume whatever is being looked for would be in the path with the least amount of disturbance. The right path might even lead out the forest or to a city or something. Mm. So we aren't to worry about the people we are following earlier? I mean, it got us this far. He makes a good point. If it's something that's been hidden this long, maybe no one knows it's there. All right. Let's go to path, let's travel. So you, taking the left path? Yep. Alright. So as you guys take the left path, it is a very rugged path. Um, again, no one has traversed this path for what it would seem for very many years. As you guys are pushing away through some of the branches, some of the trees, there's bushes and whatnot, you guys reach a spot that looks like an old campfire. You have been walking for a few hours down this path now, so it is almost 6 o'clock at night. I need y'all to make me perception checks. 20, not 20. Same, I'll make sure. 5 plus 3, so. Alright. 16. Okay. 14. Okay. That's not 20. Oh, yeah, just 20 then. Alright. So, you guys come across what looks like an old campsite. There's uh, two tents, really old campfire that has been burnt out for, for a very long time. No one is there. There are no supplies. It's been uh, abandoned for quite some time. But everyone that rolled higher than a 10, you all hear howling in the distance. What time of day is it right now? It's about 6 o'clock at night, 6 p.m. Should we only make camp here then? I can set up some alarm or a, a trap system to make sure no wild animals come up and intrude Eddie's leg. <laughs> also, again, you're thick and deep into the forest now, so it is almost pitch black. Well, luckily, we all have dark vision. We would need a fire. <laughs> yeah. Does he have dark vision? Yep. I'm a cat. <laughs> you guys want to sleep with what you just heard in the back? You're, you're, yes, why not? You hear the howling. Sounds like wolves. 
ADR is too focused on the campsite to hear the howling. He only rolled an eight. <laughs> Damn. So you're going to set up camp? I don't see why not. I mean, it's up to them. We can keep going. Start. I could keep going, but if we set up here, someone has to stay awake every few hours to keep watch. Mm. That sounds fine to me. Uh, I can keep first watch if needed. Wait, no, I didn't notice them. I guess well, you would me. still want to keep watch. Yeah. 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 Well, if we are staying, I'm going to make a fire before I make traps. Short rest? Maybe let's say maybe three hours or so? Is that enough for everyone? It's, kind of, it's, it's enough for me. I don't know right. about the cat. Yeah, I slept in pretty late. So, <laughs> so you guys, you're setting up camp. I need... Everyone to make me another perception check. 14. 22. Okay. 11. Perfect. So did anyone beat a 15? Yes. Oh, no. 22. 14. <laughs> okay. So no one beat a 15 but Nomu. No one notices this. Except Nomu. As yours, what'd you get? I said except Nomu. Except Nomu. Oh. If you didn't get 15 or higher, you don't notice. Yeah, I got shit. So as you're all setting camp up for the night or whatever, as Nomu's starting the campfire, he notices the side of his eye. He sees yellow eyes in the distance in the darkness. He spots multiple eyes surrounding the camp. What do you do? Nudges ADR. <laughs> Uh, we're surrounded. <laughs> By the way. Surrounded? Yes, there's some, there's a lot of somethings out there and they're around us. Surrounded. You're hey. off the catnip, dude. I don't see a damn thing. Wait, are we sleeping? No, you're still setting up camp. Oh, okay. I ain't get a chance to put the traps down. <clears throat> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't see anything. Oh, they're there. Throw your weapon. He reaches behind his back and grabs his great sword. Alright. Trusting Nomu's advice, ADR reaches for his shield and mace. Desiree pulls out it? a short bow, just in case. Oh, so we're all hearing it? Well, no, I, we're I just listening it. to this cat. You're listening to the cat. It's no, okay. pretty adamant. I, mean, I don't know where I'm at. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're all drawing your weapons? I told you we should have went the other way. <laughs> So as you all draw your weapons, the eyes that Nomu had noticed, they get closer. But you all have been warned by Nomu about these eyes. As they grow closer, you hear more. You hear another howl, a wolf. And soon enough, the party is surrounded by three wolves. So, damn. The three wolves are all snarling and growling at all of you. And they look vicious. And they look hungry. So, the Sundras first, then the wolves, Nomu, and then Ediar and Damien can go whoever they want to go first, since you guys got the same um, score. So the wolves, the three wolves surround you. They're normal-sized wolves, medium-sized. So Isundra has the first go. How close the, are they to They're fairly close. They're now within probably about 15 feet. They're surrounding the camp. Uh, you guys can see them. They're not afraid of you. So, Wait. again, we'll just... 
<laughs> They're already crying. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody have high in- intimidation so we can at least scare them away? Maybe. So it's Asundra's turn. What is Asundra doing? Intimidation is plus four. Um, I mean, we're going to fuck him up, right? Yeah, that's what are you doing. All right. <laughs> Hold on, let me read my spells. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll roll with Eldritch Blast again. Okay. So one of the wolves that's in front of Isundra okay. growls and snarls, and it uh, looks as if it's preparing itself to charge at her. Mm-mm. So what's she doing? All right, so I have to roll first. To see if you hit it. All right, because this roll isn't going to be... Yeah, so roll your d20, your magic attack, to see if you hit the wolf, and let me know what you get. That's my d20, so if I hit it. Mm-hmm. So you rolled a what? Right, a thir- it's a 13. Alright, so you are casting what? Eldritch Blast. So you cast Eldritch Blast on the wolf in front of you. You're, Isundra is able to hit the wolf with her Eldritch Blast. What does it do? So it's a, yeah, on hit, target takes 1d10 force damage. Okay. Yeah. So roll hold. So you're able to hit it with the Eldritch Blast. The wolf prepares itself as it begins to charge. Isundra shoots out her Eldritch Blast and hits the wolf directly in the face. So roll your damage. I got rolled a 9. For your damage? Yeah. Okay. So the wolf gets hit directly in the face by the Eldritch Blast, and it whimpers out. However, it's still up. It is now the wolf's turn. The wolf that Isundra had blasted whimpers, but it charges at her in full speed, and it jumps up to try and bite her. What is Isundra's armor class? Uh, 15. 15. The wolf jumps, and it attacks with a bite. It goes, and as soon as able to avoid the bite, it jumps right past her, and she dodges the bite. The second wolf that is behind Nomu and Damien charges, and it rushes up at Nomu, and it bites up at Nomu. What is Nomu's AC? 15. 15. Wolf jumps and attacks. It's a 19. It bites (laughs) Nomu in the side. For damage of 2d4 plus 2. So let me go ahead and roll that. So you take, my friend, 2 plus 1, 3. 5 damage. The Nomu, or the Nomu, the wolf bites Nomu on the leg and it attempts to drag him down, pull ah, him down. Get the hell off me! And it makes, you have to make a strength check. It's attempting to knock you prone now that it's hit you. So go ahead and roll your strength, or your d20 plus your strength modifier. You got it. 12. The wolf is stronger at this point. It grabs Nomu by the, the leg, it bites hard, and it drags him onto the ground. Nomu was now prone. Ah! Oh, fucking cats and dogs. The, th- <laughs> the third wolf charges at Damien. It jumps up to bite him. What's your AC, Damien? 15. The wolf is able to hit. It bites at Damien's leg, and it does five damage to Damien's leg. And it attempts to drag her down as well. So go and roll your d20 plus your strength modifier. Seven. It drags Damien down. Damien Damien is now prone and on the ground, just like Nomu. Now, when you're prone, you can get up, 
However, it's half your movement speed to get up. Mm -hmm. If you attack while you're prone, you have a disadvantage. Any enemy that's within five feet of you that attacks you while you're prone, they get an advantage. So, it is now Nomu's turn. Uh, get the hell off me! Nomu's gonna try to grab the wolf by the muzzle. Try and grab him? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking grab him. Alright, so just make me a strength check. So you go to try and defeat his strength. Strength versus strength. Thirteen. So Nomu was able to grab the wolf with both arms. The wolf is now stuck, unable to move. Well, 16, my bad. Unable to move. So that is Nomu's turn. Mm -hmm. Nomu's on the ground, hugging this wolf tightly. Yep. It is now either Eddie or Damien's turn. Either one of you can go first, since you both have the same initiative at this point. Who wants to go first? I want to go first. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and cast Bane. Uh, up to three target creatures of uh, my choice that I can see within range must make a charisma saving throw. Whenever that target fails a saving throw, makes an attack roll or a saving throw before the spell ends. The target rolls a d4 and subtracts that from the attack or saving throw. Okay. 12 plus uh, spell attack bonus, I think. Mm -hmm. So, 17. Okay. It's charisma based? Uh, yeah, charisma okay. saving throw. So all of them fail. Okay. So that means basically if any of them attack, they get a minus 4 yes. to either to their saving throws or to or hit somebody? Uh, attack roll or saving throw. Okay. Okay. So it makes it harder for them to hit. Minus four. I'll have to remember that. Okay. Oh, you roll a d4, but... Oh, I roll... Okay. Gotcha. All right. No problem. D4. All right. It is now Damien's turn. What's Damien doing? All right. So I think we're going to do a barrel roll. Use my acrobatics. Get out the fucking way. My leg is hurt. So are you trying to get up? Can I escape and then get up? So when you're prone, the only movement you can make is technically a crawl. Yes. If you get up, it's ha it takes half your movement away. But you can still attack. All right. If you barrel roll away, you're technically just getting away. <laughs> so if you want to barrel roll away, I'll say that's you basically disengaging. Okay, that was my plan. Yes, I would like to <laughs> All right, so... We'll just say then, if that's the case, go ahead and just, we'll just do, do your athletics check. Yikes, I thought it would be acrobatics. Or I'm sorry, acrobatics. Okay, acrobatics, yeah. Seven. <laughs> okay, so Damien, so you're trying to disengage, that's your action. Correct. Damien is able to barrel roll, however, because his leg had been bitten, he's in pain, it's a terrible roll. However, he's able to get away without the wolf having an attack of opportunity on her, or him. So he's able to get up to his feet. However, the wolf doesn't isn't able to bite at him. He is now up on his feet. The disengage was your action, so that is Damien. Alright. It is now Asundra's turn. So I hit him for nine damage, right? No one else has been hit though. Damien has been hurt and so has Nomu. No, I'm thinking the wolves. None of the wolves have been hit. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Since there are two that are close to me, I'm going to use Sword Burst, which is a cantrip. So you create... Well, I'm going to try, I guess. Let me do that first before right. I get too far ahead of myself. So go ahead and roll your d20 plus your spell bonus. Attack bonus. Plus six. 16 plus You definitely six. hit. Okay. Okay. So what's it do? Um, you create a... 
A circle of spectral blades that sweep around you. Each creature within range other than you must succeed a dex saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. Okay. That's just later. So they have to make a dex. Yes, so they have to make a roll. That's fine. We can do that. All right, so what happens if they make it versus what happens if they don't? I assume if they make it, they must succeed on a dex saving throw or take 1d6 force damage. So I guess it doesn't hit them. Okay, so one so one dodged it, if that's okay. the case. One was able to avoid the spectral blades. Mm-hmm. So the one that got, that does get hit, though, is the one that is actually Perfect. close. Yeah, it's this one. That's closer to uh, Nomu. Nomu. So go ahead and do the damage. Okay, it's 1d6. Yeah, mm-hmm. so 1d6 is a 4. Okay, you, you did a Yeah, four. I did a 4. Six 4 six. damage to the one next to, closer to Nomu, I would say. Not the one he's holding, but the one that's close to him. All right, so 4 damage. The wolf whelps out and kind of howls out in the pain. However, it's still up and running. It is now the wolf's turn. The wolf that you just hit looks up at... Isundra, and it growls. Oh, no. And it lunges. I got doubles. It tries to attack her, and it makes a bite. What's your AC again? Uh, 15. This wolf goes and tries to attempt to bite her leg. She's able to avoid it. Dude, I'm so scooty. <laughs> However, there is another wolf from the original mm-hmm. one that attacked her. It comes back around, and it bites at her other leg. This one will hit. So, wolf comes around, bites at her, and does... Five damage. Damn. Oh, my leg. is going to have to make me a strength check because it's attempting to now pull her down to the ground to make her prone. Is that what happened to you? Roll fire. <laughs> Wait. Your strength. Just roll a d20 plus your strength modifier. Okay. Mm-hmm. My strength ain't shit. <laughs> 17 plus 2. 17 plus 2? Yep. All right. The wolf's got... You beat the wolf, so you are not... Punch it in the face. Yeah, Yeah. so you had to make a saving strength saving throw. I'm sorry, not against the wolf. So I didn't need to roll for anything. You just had to beat a DC. So you, you beat it. You beat oh. it. Okay. So Isundra is still up. What did I take? Five damage? Yep. Yes. Now the other wolf uh, that is being grappled... By Nomu is gonna it's gonna attempt to break free. It's howling and it's kicking and it's biting at you, trying to break free. So it has to beat your strength check. I feel like this is rolling like shit today. It is going to use its dexterity check and its uh, acrobatics instead to try and break free. Alright. Rolled a eleven. What'd you get? Twelve. It's not able to beat Nomu. Nomu still Ah, got it. Nice try! It is now Nomu's turn. Damn right, it's Nomu's turn. Nomu's gonna scratch the shit out of him. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're gonna roll that. It's gonna use his claws. Roll 11. To hit, that actually misses. But, because he's technically... Because you're grappling, I'm gonna allow you to have the advantage. So roll again. Alright, roll again. 17. That definitely will hit. I thought it said 7 because I couldn't see that. I was like, oh. <laughs> Easy, big fella. Slash. All right, so I'll roll my damage. How much damage does Nomu do? Why does it have half in there? I don't know. That's the same with that fear. Oh, what you could max. Yeah. So what'd you four. Get? Four damage? Yep. So the wolf, this wolf hasn't taken damage yet. 
Then Wu takes his claws and digs into the wolf's side. The wolf whimpers out, but it's not down. It is now either Eddie R. or Damien's turn. We'll just go with Eddie R. since you went first last time. So you guys both have the same. Eddie R. runs up to the wolf, uh, attacking Isindra. Which one? Uh, the one closer. Yeah, to, yeah, the one, the one closer to. I'm getting DP over here. Nomu. Uh, and Damien runs up to the wolf closer to Nomu and Damien. All right. And swings his mace, overheaded swing. All right. Nine plus a your attack. That's for the. But that hit nine hit. Or well, that's plus your remember your strength modifier and your proficiency bonus. Strength so uh, eleven. So 14, which hits. Okay. You smack the wolf in the back of the head with your mace for how much damage? Three plus three, so or six. Six damage to the back of the head of the wolf. Alright. God, this is useful. The wolf like whimpers out and it almost falls to the ground. It's really hurting. It's you see blood dripping from the back of its head. It's now crying out in pain. It's now Damien's turn, but it's still up. You see Damien, you see the wolf he just knocked with his mace, Ediar did? That wolf is crying out. It looks like it's <laughs> about to run away. His brain is broken. Its brain is bro- busted. Damn, that's All fucked right. up. You just brained him, dude. So I'm pulling out my rapier. I'm about to finish the job. All right, Damien pulls out her rapier, and she's going to charge one of them? Yes. All right. You know, which one are you charging? The one that di- uh, he just... The one that he just hit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in a position to fight him. <laughs> so ADR smacks the back of this wolf great. with its mace and Damon comes rushing in with her rapier. rapier so go ahead and roll your uh, d20 and your attack modifier which is a 5 Ooh, well, 8 8 plus 5 13. It's 13 she's able to pierce the wolf with her rapier or his rapier so go ahead and do your He's damage like, I don't know and that's a <laughs> d6 yes wait this one d6 it's a normal die. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if that right one there. Oh. Yeah. Three plus your strength of three for six damage. Damien comes in and he pierces the back of the wolf's skull with his rapier, pulls it out, and the wolf drops over dead. Damn. Little bitch. <laughs> Get worked. That wolf is dead. The other two wolves look around and they get they growl even more, seeing that one of their allies has fallen. It is now Isundra's turn. There is still a wolf. In front. Up on <laughs> yep, up on her grill. Up in my grill. Um I guess I will just hit him with something. Alright. <laughs> um let's do the hand axe. Pull out, I don't know where. Pulls out her hand axe. All right. I gotta see if I hit him. Uh, I probably don't. So I got it. Eight. Eight. <laughs> Isundra whiffs it. She tries to attack with the hand axe and she totally misses. In the distance, she hears Napoleon. So weak. Do better. <laughs> It is now the wolf's turn. The wolf looks up at Asundra, and it bites back at her. Save me! And it misses. Asundra is able to dodge the bite. Oh, thank Christ. The other wolf in Nomu's arms. I got the roll d4. What's that? I got the roll d4 for the hits. Oh, that was going to miss regardless. 
It rolled a four. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> well, that D4 can be a zero. <laughs> the wolf in Nomu's arms is trying to escape still. It's it's struggling. Nomu has such a good grip, it can't get a bite on him. So it's going to try and break his strength check. <laughs> the wolf 15. is stuck. Nomu's got this wolf in his arms, and it's not going anywhere. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> ADR. Eddie attacking the wolf in Nomu's hand. Don't hit, don't hit Nomu. Swings his mace. My, you skipping my turn now? Oh, I'm oh, sorry, yeah, Nomu's turn. I'm sorry. You want to finish the job? <laughs> Congratulations, you just became my supper tonight. You want to claw at him again? Ooh, seven. Total to seven to attack him? Yeah. We have an advantage, because he's grappled. So Roll it again. Nineteen. Yeah. All right, you're able to hit. Do your damage with your claw. Five. Five damage to the wolf that Nomu was holding. It's starting to whimper out. It's starting to bleed. It's really hurt. Adr and Damon can see that this wolf is losing its strength. Now it's Adr. You know this wolf is dead, right? Adr turns around and walks to the wolf, or walks next to the wolf in Nomu's hands. That wolf's fine. What about? We're gonna put this wolf down tonight. <laughs> Don't miss. I got six HP, you asshole. Six plus five. It's eleven. Eleven. Uh, you whiff. Adr misses the wolf, <gasps> but you have a advantage because it's grappled and it's on the ground. It's technically grappled and prone. Thirteen. So that will hit. So go ahead and do your damage. Adr swings the mace. From the side, does four damage. <laughs> Eddie's mix comes and smashes the wolf's face in right next to Nomu's. Blood drips from your mace and splashes on the Nomu's face. You knock the fangs out of the wolf and it lies limp, dead. It's fucked up, man. It is now Damien's turn. All right. <laughs> the only wolf left is the one on the opposite side of uh, Isundra. Pull out that short bow. I'm gonna make a shot. All right. So go on and roll your d20. I'm all about style, so I'm gonna try to shoot in between where you guys are standing <laughs> and hit it. So Watch roll your d20 plus five. I was gonna say don't roll like a like a. So one. she shoots, <laughs> and she misses, or he misses. Get out the way! <laughs> <laughs> it is now Isundra's turn. All right. Um. I mean, I'm gonna try to hit with this sharp, <laughs> but I'm like right next to it. Yeah, you'd so. be at a disadvantage. <laughs> Fuck! Can I just take an arrow and <laughs> stab it in the face? Try. Use your hand axe again. Yeah, my hand axe is only a plus four. You can always try for a step back. <laughs> you always move away. But if I move, isn't it gonna try? It's to gonna hit try me? and bite you. Only a five. What? Five foot step don't work in this one. No. Ooh. All right. So I'm gonna use witch bolt. <laughs> <laughs> witch bolt. <laughs> Just try to blast it in the fucking face. Alright, roll your d20. Six plus six uh, is a twelve. She whiffs the witch bolt. Motherfuck. And it goes right past the wolf's head. I told you to save me, asshole! <laughs> I only have six HP, you bitch! Wait, I got a question, though. What? Can I use a potion? <laughs> <laughs> On your next action, you can. What? That's considered an action, not Fuck. a bonus. What if I die? So the wolf... One ahead and rolled a uh, a roll. 
Roll. Roll to hit. Yes. It's no, it's not attacking. The wolf is actually frightened. It sees its allies drop and it's weakened. It saw that bolt go by its And it tries to run away. However, because it's it is going to not use an action to disengage because it is frightened. It's running away. Can I hit it? So Isundra and Ediar both have opportunity attacks on this wolf because it's not disengaging. It's trying to run away and flee. It's not thinking clearly, so it's not going to disengage. It's just trying to run away. <laughs> so so, does roll? that have to make a saving throw? Or? No. Oh, no, no. Attack. So. He's just trying to get away, but because he's trying to get away, you, so you guys get, get three attacks. Attack. Yep. Oh, okay. You both get an attack on him. Let's try so. to move away. Do I have to make roll hit just to... Advantage. Just to see if you hit him. Okay. Your d20. To whatever you're hitting. So that will hit. Mm. So, do, uh, so you're... Edyar comes and smashes the back of the wolf as it turns to try and run away. For how much damage? For real? Eight five or eight damage. All right, is the sooner trying to attack? Nine. I got a nine. What do I plus the six? Yes. Okay, so fifteen. Uh, 15. So you're both hit. What are you attacking with? Oh, my hand axe. Oh, okay. What's your damage? Seven. All right. So as the wolf turns to run away, it gets a hand axe to the side and a mace to the back of its head. That's some bad luck. Came to the wrong campsite. <laughs> That's some bad luck. <laughs> The wolf drops over dead. You damn right it does. <laughs> no other wolves are within the vicinity. You guys don't hear any more howling. The three wolves are now dead. Also, guess what? Then and then, y'all leveled up to level two. Yay! Yeah. So, yeah. so the wolves are gone. Uh, no other creature comes by at this point. So you guys have the opportunity now. So are we if healed you, up and shit. Well. No, you don't heal up from just leveling up. So you guys have the opportunity now. It's about 6 to 7 p.m. at night. You can choose this time to do a short or a long rest. If you do a long rest, you'll get all your HP back and your spells back per day. If you do a short rest, you only get half your HP, basically. We're going to go with that rule. Nomu's actually... Yeah, but I get the same benefit for four hours a day, right? So it doesn't matter. Yeah, for us. Nomu's gutting the wolves and skinning them. (laughs) He's about to cook them. That's fine. I'm down for a half rest. All right. I don't need anything. Well, actually, not. I want my sales back. So Wait, what do you get for a half rest? Is it a... Uh, half your HP. Just half your HP? Mm-hmm. I don't get that. Uh, yeah. I need you a full get rest. get spell back? Yeah, I need a full rest for a spell. I'm done So it's up to you. However you guys want to do it. I mean, it's the same for me either way, so that's your guys' call. I should be He fine. probably wants his spell back. No, I still got one more. Oh, okay. So that should be good. I mean, we might as well just rest all the way and yeah. be healed up. Right. We said it was how late was it? There's no benefit About to 7 not. About 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Just rest all the way. Okay. Why wouldn't you? Let's eat first. Yep. Then we rest. <laughs> There's some uh, wolf on the spit. Mm. No, Moo. Do you mind if I have one of those skins? I'd like to make a coat with matching uh, shin pads. No, Moo folds it up and hands it to you neatly. Aw. Can I pet you? Uh, sure. He reaches in reluctantly. I gotta say, I always thought of myself as a dog person, but after today, I might be switching sides. <laughs> Shake that pussy now. Awesome. So you guys are doing a long rest then? That's yeah. about eight mm-hmm. hours. Long rest. So my assumption is you guys are just camping for the rest of the night until morning. Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. easiest way to we'll go ahead and say that. 
as you guys camp for the rest of the night, you do have now wolf meat. I, I'm assuming is if Nomu was cooking that for your food, uh, you get the benefits of a long rest. You guys are now level two, so your benefits of level two are now are now kicked in. No other creature or animal disturbs you throughout the night, so you're all able to rest fairly easily. Thank you for listening to Taverns and Caverns. Till next time, everybody. You can follow us on Twitter at Taverns Caverns. Again, on Twitter at Taverns Caverns.